0: The Leaderpreneur Show, episode 29 Leading Remote Teams and Behind the Scenes. Let's go. Welcome back, my friends, to The Leaderpreneur Show. The podcast for leaders to deepen their knowledge while exploring an entrepreneurial journey of their own. I'm your host, Stephen Faust, and I'd like to personally thank you today for taking the time to join us for some leadership discussion and learn how we are operating our online businesses behind the scenes. If you like the show, I'd encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by going to leaderpreneurshow.com and smashing that subscribe button. You can subscribe on any of the podcast directories out there, so just pick the one that works best for you, and we'd be honored to have you as a regular listener. Today, as always, I'm joined by my great friend, my co-host, my partner in crime. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. He's Michael Tanner. Michael, my friend, how are you doing this week? man, Steven, I am good. How about yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm doing well. Again, another great day in sunny Phoenix, Arizona. How are you holding up with the uh, coronavirus and all the stuff going on in the world?
1: Oh, well, I'm hanging in there. Maybe I'm getting used to this, uh, you know, being at home a little bit more. I mean, I was a little stir crazy, a little cabin fever there for, I don't know, a couple of weeks, maybe. Um, I think I'm handling it a lot better now. Um, I have noticed that I'm I'm doing more uh, projects, more to-do list kind of things around the house, which maybe that's uh, starting to
0: keep me busy uh, a little bit. And I know you you've kind of converted to a day or two at home as well, right? Yeah, yeah you're taking it. Yeah, I'm working uh, every Thursday from home, you know, my my day job, I'm in the office, we're an essential business. I think I've mentioned that before. So, I'm working yeah. at home on Thursdays just because that seems to fit my my calendar a little bit better and just a way to navigate that. But yeah, I'm trying to do certainly my little bit a part of uh social distancing and things like that. We've got a lot of staff working remote as as you do as well. So just yeah. working through yeah. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're getting through it. And and I mean, to to me, that's exactly why we've chosen the topic for today's podcast is because we we do have a lot of people uh that are leading teams that are now remote and maybe even for the very first time. So I thought uh, this week in our podcast, we'd run through uh, just a few, um, you know, bullet list items around how
0: to lead remote teams. How's that sound to you? It's timely. And I think it's going to be uh, really helpful to a lot of the listeners out there. So I'm ready to to dig into it. Excited. All
1: right, so let's jump in. So I mean, at this point, if you're you know because of coronavirus you find yourself leading uh, remote teams that then maybe you've been doing it for some amount of time already like you know as i mentioned earlier we're on week i think it's 4 now or we're leading into week 4 where um and it was kind of all of a sudden right everybody go home uh, it didn't uh, we had we had hoped to kind of gradually work to the point where everybody was at home uh but it moved so quickly that kind of suddenly we were all at home and and Those of us that are leaders then found ourselves leading remote teams, right? Leading teams that uh, were all equally at home. And so, uh, you know, maybe you've been doing this for a little while. Maybe these uh, some of these points that we're going to share with you, you're already doing those, maybe not. Uh, But uh, I think they're really, really important leadership points related to uh, the culture that we find ourselves in today leading with a remote team. So let's dive into that. Uh, First of all, we're going to talk about Expectations, right? I think um, in leadership, expectations are important. They're always important. When you're leading a team, you've got to be really, really clear with that team on what your expectations of them as a team and what your expectations of those individual team members are as well, right? You've got to be really clear on those expectations. You know uh, that, Stephen, you know that one of my favorite quotes comes from the Dave Ramsey organization and it's about clarity. And it goes like this. To be unclear is to be unkind. So we've got to be really, really clear with our expectations always in leadership. But in this remote world, expectations are even more important when you're now in this remote world and leading these individuals remotely. Uh, because you have additional expectations now that you've got to make clear to your team. Okay. You know, no, normal day-to-day activity where you're in the office and working together, you've got some expectations of what those team members are going to be doing every day. You've got some expectations on the result, you know, the, the deliverables, the results of those individual team members, the quality maybe of the, of the things that they're producing. You've got all those expectations and you still have those expectations. Most likely, maybe they've changed a little bit, but most likely you still have those expectations but now you've got additional expectations on how are these people going to work how are they going to perform in a uh, in a remote environment right so you're probably going to need to add to your expectations things like well what hours of the day do you expect them to be working right and we're going to talk next about being flexible with that but you you might want to be really clear on well, I, you know, I kind of expect you to be online or I can reach you by phone or email or whatever within these hours. Uh, you might want to be really clear on communication methods, right? Um, I need to, you know, I need to be able to get you on, you know, we use, um, we use Microsoft Teams uh, at the office. And so, you know, we make it pretty clear. I, I need to be able to, you know, just chat with you, instant chat with you on Teams you know, during these core business hours and and that kind of thing. So it's these additional expectations that you probably want to be really, really clear on your team. But then if there's any core operating expectations that are changing, you got to be clear with those as well. Um, Again, maybe there's some deliverables that normally you would expect from your team, but because of this remote work environment, they just can't, they physically cannot deliver those things. Well, you need to be clear that those expectations have changed, right? You need to be clear with your team that, all right, we, we don't have to deliver that while we're working remote because you you know, you know just can't do that. You don't want your team members to be at home wondering if that's still an expectation of yours or not. They need to be really clear on that. So I can't, can't highlight that enough. You just got to really crystal clear on your expectations of your team members during
0: this remote world. You know, expectations are sometimes tough enough in a normal quote unquote, whatever normal is, but normal work environment. it's It's sometimes tough to to really communicate and articulate what what the expectation is and what it really means. and sometimes there's struggles there. it It's only magnified when folks are not available to to pop their head in the door and to say, "Hey, uh, you know I didn't quite understand." what you meant by that, um, or, uh, just, you know, look into someone's eyes to be able to, to quickly see, Hey, the, the train has left the station that they, they're not sure what to do here. So there's, there's something to be said for that, that we take, take really, uh, just assume that, that, that is just a norm. The reality is, is that we're conditioned for that, but now we've put ourselves Uh, Even if we can do it well, we've put ourselves in a different environment and we have to adjust. And by doing that, uh, we have to listen a little more closely. We have to be a little clearer in how we articulate messages and the why and the how and the expectation around deadlines and timing because there's just this little bit of additional thought that has to go into that because we put people in a different environment. Now they may love working from home. They may love the the benefits that that gives them such as not having to drive and, and being able to uh, have a little more flexibility on their schedule. But the reality is, is even if they love it and we love it, it, it doesn't mean that it's any easier because we have put ourselves in a different situation to have to continue to drive the business forward, continue to be successful, continue to, uh, give the results that are required for our business to be successful. And that's going to require this notion of this whole thing about leadership is relationship. It's this relationship. If you had a great relationship with folks on your team who are now working remote, I really like your chances of maintaining those relationships and having that give the benefits and reduce the risk associated with people with those folks working from home now, if you started out and you did not have a great relationship with your team members, and now all of a sudden, what was maybe a little bit of a struggle in person, now you've put them in an environment where they have to operate much more independently. There's going to be a lot of potential uh, magnification of the bad side or the negative side of a relationship. So you got to keep that. You got to keep that in mind as well and. You can't assume. You can't assume that everything is great or everything is not great. You have to connect, ask questions, be more engaged, continue to have your your standard cadence. So if, you, what, if they're one-on-ones or different things like that, you just got to be different. You got to be intentional, but you got to use the tools, the resources, the technology available, available to all of us to be able to continue to have those discussions. And then finally, I'll say about this, is I know this has been a discussion point in my company over the last couple of weeks. Well, last week mainly, which is what do we do after states begin to open up? So I'm in an essential business where where I'm working most every day anyway, but that's probably the exception, not the rule. And now we have this. If you've watched the news recently, this phased approach: phase one, two, three of reopening the 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 states and you know, I think about uh, what that means. So my company is as asking questions such as, what do we do beyond returning to quote-unquote normalcy? What do we do? We want to still maintain uh, social distancing. We still want to maintain maybe an ability to work more remotely. We still want to have more virtual discussions, even though people may be back into a routine we still want to take advantage of some of these things we've learned through this crisis and through this pandemic that, uh, again, taking the good from that's, that's come from this and leading remote teams is something that could live long beyond the conclusion of uh, what this pandemic looks like. And you may be required or asked to do this much more intentionally going forward. So these things are not only important for today. But they're also important to get your arms around, so you can apply them on a go-forward, maybe more sustained basis as well.
1: Yeah, such good points there, Stephen. And, and you know, you you made the statement around you know you can't assume, um, and especially in this world right now, um, you know, your team members working remotely, you you can't assume anything. You've got to be purposeful and intentional about communicating anything and everything. Um, and you know, I, I get it. I, I understand how hard expressing expectations are, even when you, you know, are face to face with your team members, uh, you forget some, some aspect or you'll, you know, forget some element of your expectations and so forth. Uh, but, you know, you, you've, you've got to do everything you can to, to, um, communicate all of those expectations, even those, these new expectations because of this new situation. And then you've got to, kind of leave it with, and hopefully to your point earlier, you've got the relationships to do this, but you've got to leave it with everyone being clear that if they don't understand expectations at any moment, they are free to ask, right? Please ask, right? I mean, the easy thing to do would have been to, um, like like with us, when, when we went remote. The easy thing to do would have been to said, uh, send out an email and say, "Hey, grab your laptop, go home, work from home until further notice, and be done." Right? I mean, this is a bunch of software developers and electrical engineers and things like that, and most people would look at that and say, "Okay, that's fine. Yeah, just tell them to go home and work." But the first day that that electrical engineer is working from home, and he realizes, "Oh, wait a minute, I don't have, you know, I don't have access to the hardware." testing tools that I do in the lab what do I do right now he's sitting at home wondering well does my boss still expect me to somehow do this hardware testing does my boss want me to go into the office and and risk you know contaminating the office or or, or risk getting this virus there or, right you don't want your team members wondering those things right uh what does my boss want me to do they they should already know those and then, as I was saying, if they don't know them because you haven't communicated that to them, they have to know. They have to be clear that they can ask you and you'll be patient with them and answer, you know. So, so that hardware guy might send me an email and say, hey, uh, you know, I, I'm supposed to get these boards tested. Do you want me to go in the office? Do you want me to go in the hardware lab and, and test those today? You know, and, and again, that might be one of those things where I say, well, no, no, no. Let's just hold that off until we get back into the office. We'll do that later. Right. Um, so we just got to be clear uh, with our expectations and give them the opportunity to ask for clarity if we haven't been able to provide it for them.
0: Yep. It's e- that
1: leads into, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, um, uh, it, it it really speaks to, to. it's easy to send people home. Hey, go work, go work at home. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but if you haven't thought through it and created a, a structure or a plan, you're going to be disappointed with what that gives the company from a benefit standpoint. So easy to do it. It's much harder to execute it. And that's why we're talking about these steps. Yeah. I mean,
1: it, sometimes it's as simple as someone could easily take the go, go work from home command and take a lot of liberties with that. And really, let's just, you know, let's just be honest. They could just go home and just sit on the sofa and watch TV all day, you know, and occasionally check email or do what, and, you know, I mean, that could be because you weren't clear that, Hey, we're going and we're working from home, but we're still getting our job done, right? We're still making these deliverables and we're still, uh, you know, going to have these results and uh, every Every week we're sure have this to do. Right? We we got to be we got to be clear with those things just to make sure that people aren't just going home just sitting and watching. Uh, I don't even know what's on TV in the middle of the day anymore. Oh, Op- I guess Oprah is not on anymore. The joke used to be go home and watch Oprah, uh, but I don't think Oprah is on anymore. I don't know. I shouldn't make those jokes when I don't know. Um, but let, so let's let's dive into number two. So you're going to be clear on your expectations of your team, especially those new expectations in this new environment that they're working in. But secondly, I'll talk about flexibility. You've got to be flexible in a number of different ways here. You've got to be flexible with your own time and your own uh, availability to your team. But you've also, you've got to be flexible of your team members and their special situation that they probably find themselves in now as well. So first of all, let's talk about flexibility that you've got to provide as it relates to you and availability or access to you to the rest of your team. Right. So I, you know, I brought up a scenario earlier where, um, you know, i got a hardware engineer and he realizes, Oh, tomorrow I'm supposed to test these, these boards, but I don't have my hardware lab. Uh, but he, but this comes to mind to him at, you know, eight o'clock at night, the night before, And he's wondering, well, do I need to go into the office tomorrow and do that or not? Well, he needs to be able to get a hold of you as his boss, even though it's eight o'clock at night. And so that's flexibility that you're going to have to grant to your team members to that kind of access to you and so forth. So, so that they can get those uh, clarifying, you know, expectations from you in a timely manner. Otherwise, uh, you know, if he sends you a text message or a phone call or whatever at eight o'clock at night and you don't answer the phone tomorrow morning, he gets up. He still doesn't know, am I supposed to go into the office or am I not? And first thing you know, he jumps into the car. He takes off into the office, goes into the hardware lab and, you know, totally violates the, the, the whole premise of trying to go home and work from home. All because you weren't available. You weren't flexible to him. So you've got to be, as a leader here, you've got to be flexible uh, to your team and your availability and all the different ways that they can can get in touch with you. So that's, as a leader, that's what you've got to afford to your team. What's your thoughts on that one, Sue?
0: Yeah. So, you know, as you, as you talk through that, things I, that come to my mind are, uh, especially now with this virus going on, my recommendation is you, should err on the side of compassion right flexibility uh, that part of that is is recognizing the situations that that people are in it's not a one size fits all it it's different based on the family dynamics based on a lot of things a lot of people are scared a lot of people don't really know what tomorrow brings and they process that differently we have kids that are out of school all the all the things that go along with with some of these unknowns that people are adjusting to. So that requires us as leaders to be even more flexible than maybe we have in the past, because, and, and when I say flexibility, you know, sometimes people won't be able to work eight to five, right? Because the kids are home, obviously the, the spouse may have some other commitments. They're trying, you're trying to balance those requirements of your family And they may be on at at eight or nine o'clock at night and not be on from two to four in the afternoon. So I would say before you jump to conclusions and assume that they're not contributing to the expectation, first thing you should ask yourself is, what's their situation? Am I fully aware of that? Do I understand how to how to really manage and lead this person in a way that gives them the, the freedom to kind of cope and adjust to life because life is happening. Whether we like it or not, we can acknowledge the life that's happening or we can pretend it doesn't exist exist and try to fit it into our, our view of the way their day should look. So I would say take a step back, be flexible, understand there are family and life dynamics that go on that are different based on every team member that you have. And to your comment about availability, it's you know good leadership, part of that is availability. And that doesn't mean eight to five. That means, in my view, 24-7. That means if I have a team member in trouble, I have a team member that needs something, if they have a question, I'm available, and what I what I put out every time I, I do a weekly town hall, I'm doing it virtually, I send, send that out, and then I do my monthly town halls. But when I do that, I always put my cell phone number on there. I'm like, look, you know, there should be no reason why you sit back and wonder why something is the way it is. Call me and ask. Don't feel like I'm not available. I'm available 24-7. And if you call me at three in the morning, I might not pick up, but I will get back to you as soon as I get the message. So uh, I I make sure that people understand: don't guess, don't wonder, don't try to. As we've talked about before, absent information, people fill in the gaps with usually the worst case scenario. So especially during these times, the availability piece is key in my in my view, and. That's uh, part of supporting your team as a great leader. You just must do that, in my opinion. Yeah, no, really good points. And, and you know, to that second aspect of flexibility that I was
1: alluding to, you've got to create some flexibility for your team members in this environment, too, right? And, and sometimes that flexibility is as simple as, uh, you know, the meetings that you're going to conduct now. You're probably going to conduct them via Zoom or, or GoToMeeting or WebEx or some... Right. Some some online and maybe it's video conferencing. I I, I hope you are. Um, I recommend you do it by video and not just by phone, because it, there's just something really powerful about seeing your team members face to face, quote face to face over video. But you've got to be flexible because, you, you know, you've got to be flexible and empathetic to to their situation. So, yes, you may be having your staff meeting uh, and you may be doing that over, uh, you know, a Zoom call and, and everybody's on camera and suddenly someone's eight-year-old comes charging in and jumps in, you know, dad's lap or mom's lap and starts talking and, you know, and they're trying to to to, to quieten them down and or they're trying to get them to go back over and, you know, watch television, do whatever. You've got to be flexible with that, right? I mean, you can't let that bother you. Um, I'll tell you a quick story. Actually, I think I, I made it worse, actually, probably. Uh, but I was doing a one-on-one meeting with one of my uh, reports. Uh, it was the very first week uh, that we were working remote. I was doing a one-on-one. It's just he and I on video. And um, I think his son is about ten, I think now. He came charging in, and he jumped up, and he's looking in the camera and all that. And uh, and so my guy, he he's kind of you know, hey, go find your mom, go do this. I, no, 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 let me see him. You know, so so I encouraged it actually. Um, you know, and then I waved at him and I said hello to him and this, that, and the other, and a couple of things. Well, at that point we couldn't get him off the camera, right? I mean, he was so, so maybe I made it worse. Uh, but my point is you've got to be empathetic and you got to be flexible with those situations that you're, that your team members find themselves in at home. Uh, another situation, I had a person that contacted me via email and said, Hey, can we move?" The the meeting, right? I had a meeting that just last week. I had a meeting with someone, and he said, hey, can we reschedule that? Can we move that to a different time? And he mentioned that the reason he needed to move it was because at that time, he needed to proctor a test that his son, I think he's in middle school, maybe high school, um, was going to have to take, right? The teacher was making him take a test at that time, and an adult had to proctor it right, to make sure, I guess, he wasn't searching Google and cheating and things like that, right? He said, so, you know, I've got to proctor this test for my son. Can we move our meeting? Well, I've got to be flexible to that, right? There's there's situations that that our team members now have, especially because children are at home and so forth. And I've got to be flexible with that. But to your point also earlier about relationship and, and knowing them well enough to to know a little bit about the situation that they may have, You've got to make sure, and if you don't have a relationship such that all of your team members already know this, then you've got to be really sincere and directly communicate. Look, I don't necessarily understand all the situations that you're facing at home right now, working from home, but here's the deal. Anytime you have a situation that's going on at home, you can tell me about it. I, I don't care what it is. You can tell me about it. And if it in some way conflicts with the expectations we have of you working from home, you can tell me about that and we'll work around it, right? You've got to tell your people that. And if they don't, if you don't, they don't already have a relationship with you that they already know that you've just got to be explicit and tell them that. Uh, because again, you know, I, I've got, I've got single mothers that now have, you know, third graders that they're trying to teach you know, be teacher at home and get work done. And so I've got to be flexible
0: and understand all of those things. Yeah, it's a great point. And, and if you don't have, if you don't already have a great relationship with your team member, unfortunately, maybe that's the case, right? Maybe it's just reality and now they're working remote. The flexibility that you can offer and Articulating that is a way to begin to build that relationship. I think about that. It's it's the the thankfulness that people have. I know with me, I and, and who I work for, very flexible with me. And I just know how much I appreciate that. I appreciate because we've all worked for people, I'm sure, at times in our lives where we've had the thumb on top of our heads and you can't make your own decisions the way you would like to. But when you get an opportunity, and as a leader, if you don't have the relationship already, take advantage of this situation that we're in, whether we like it or not, and start to build that relationship. Because your grace, your flexibility, your willingness to work around all of the, the life dynamics that are going on right now in the world, that could be an accelerant to building a relationship although not ideal, it's where you're at, at least begin now to deepen the relationship you have because when this all ends at some point, when you get those folks back in the office, they will remember how much flexibility you provided to them. They will remember that you had genuine care and concern in your case. Don't don't run your child off, Put them up on your lap. Have them wave to me, right? Have them, you know, show, show me what's going on. This is cool. I, I, I think that's great. And there's there's this human element that sometimes we forget about because we're so dialed in and focused on delivering a result or expecting that our boss might not be flexible to those things and we have to pretend to be something that we're not. I think that's going to add so much value to your relationship with your team members and their uh, belief in, in you. And it's going to pay dividends beyond the, the end of this crisis that we're already. in.
1: Yeah, no, such good points there, Steve, you know, back in episode number 27, we talked about leading during a crisis and, and, you know, for, especially for a lot of these uh, team members that we have now that are working at home and, and they're probably having to do the schooling and all that. I mean, it, it's a crisis for them. And and you're exactly right. If we can be the leader that is clear about expectations, but is also flexible, uh, you know, so we, we give them clarity. So, so while they're wondering, how can I teach my child, you know, these classes, they're not wondering, what does the boss want from me at work, right? So if, if I can be clear, Uh, with those expectations. And uh, and if I can be flexible and work with them and understanding of their situation and all that, to your point, if I already have a relationship, it just got even stronger. But then if I, if I didn't yet have a good working relationship with that person, leading them that way through this crisis is a huge step in having a really, really good relationship with them Uh, during this remote set up, but definitely when you get back in the office as well, you're going to have that relationship established as well. All right, so expectations we talked about, flexibility we talked about. Let me jump into number three here, and that is maintaining your your typical engagement level as it relates to being a leader. And maybe, let me say it this way, maybe you want to actually uh, raise the level of that engagement just a little bit uh, in this remote working environment. Here's what I mean by that. Uh, it would be really easy um, for you to uh, stop maybe having weekly staff meetings or stop having one-on-one meetings with your team members or something like that. It be really easy in this remote setting to say, all right, well, we, we just won't meet this week. But I want to encourage you, you've got to maintain that cadence. You've got to maintain that engagement level with your team members. And, and so, for instance, one-on-one meetings – uh, I mentioned this earlier, if at all possible, even even if you team meetings, as long as it's a small number of team members, I definitely recommend using video if at all possible, right? A phone call is great, but just to get to see one another face-to-face and, uh, you know, and, and to some degree, it feels like you're sitting in a, you know, in, in your office and, and having that one-on-one meeting. But you just got to be consistent with those. You got to maintain that same level. Now, obviously, you're going to do it differently, but you're going to maintain all your normal team meetings, all your one-on-one meetings, uh, you know, whatever that cadence may be. You know, I have, I have a few team members or teams, uh, they meet daily. They, they have a 15-minute stand-up meeting every single morning. Uh, and now that we're in this remote world, they're still doing that. Yeah, it looks different. They're doing it via Zoom now. But every morning for 15 minutes, they they get together as a team to to see what they're doing that day, right? So don't let that engagement level slack off. And in fact, maybe you want to increase it a little bit. Maybe you want to keep those normal meetings, but now add to it, just kind of, and I don't even know what to call this, but just, hey, let's just, let's just get online and just chit-chat or goof off a little bit, right? It it would be the equivalent of you swung by someone's desk just to tell them a joke or or whatever. Well, maybe we need to do a little bit of that every now and again, right? So, uh, you know, maybe I'm going to send somebody a a quick chat on uh, in Microsoft Teams and say, hey, can you jump on a video real quick? And I'm going to show them some goofy or funny YouTube video I saw or whatever, right? Maybe you want to increase that a little bit that engagement level, just to kind of compensate for the fact that you can't stop by someone's desk.
0: But whatever you do, don't let lower the engagement level of your leadership with your teams. Absolutely. And, you know, as you talk through that, things that I'm thinking of are this pandemic and all this remote and, and remote teams what it does and can do if we let it it gives us a bunch of excuses why we can't do something right it gives us excuses well you know i can't i can't uh you know i can't get a hold of so and so they're working from home oh you know we don't need to have that meeting because we're all dispersed and and if you let it you can find a good rationale in all of that stuff right there's excuses galore and if you just convince yourself of it you will have we reason to cancel your whole calendar, right? It, 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 will, it will happen if you let it, but I agree we've got to keep and maintain the cadence as best we can of our normal business flow. That's important. And I like the way you talked about the video preference when you engage with people. So I, I just jotted down as you were talking about that, when I think about the priority, and, and sure, certainly this is debatable, but when I think about the priority of how you connect with people and what's, you know, least preferred versus most preferred, you know, you have email, right? Probably not the best way. It's a way, you know, it's probably better than uh, silence. Uh, next would be chat. I use Microsoft Teams as well, and it's great to be able to get on there and just, you know, I start all of my chats typically with yo, why yo, yo, you know, kind of, hey, you're there, Right. Um so that's kind of my thing. Uh, I just say yo, and if they're there, you know, we can see if they're if they're there, but uh if they're not tied up with something, they come back. Um so email, chat, phone, and then finally video, right? So I the you work down this food chain, this priority scheme of of communication. Uh emails better than nothing. Videos better than most everything else because you have the ability to look and see into someone's eyes. You get to understand um, the body language piece. You get to connect with them at a deeper level just because you can see see each other. I know my CEO has specifically talked about life beyond beyond our kind of current situation and how even even because weekly we do a senior leadership team meeting with the corporate folks uh, and he leads it and people are dispersed. And, and we always just get on a call and uh, a WebEx and and it's a phone call, but he's like, you know what? I want to get video here because I feel like we need to be better connected. So we're getting webcams and we have laptops with webcams and I have a webcam on my monitor for sure, but not everyone does. And, and we are connecting, starting to connect Via webcams, because we all recognize as leaders that we all feel like we're missing an element of the interaction. And I think I think that's key. And, and as a side note, if you go try to buy a webcam, they're about impossible. They're like toilet paper. They are. I, bet they, I, I bet they're tough to get by. I went they to are. Amazon. I went to Amazon and trying to look for webcams. I was going to buy 10 of them for my team um, because some of them use laptops and it's just kind of clunky. I want to get them a better setup. And I can't, I, or I can't find a, a Logitech basic webcam, you know, that's in stock. So it's it's just weird. Toilet paper, webcams, Kleenex uh, is kind of the and trampolines. My kid's birthday's coming up, and I we talked about getting a trampoline. I went on to order one. They're not available because everybody's at home. You know, they're not, the things that you would just like. Wow, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> there's
1: a run on trampoline. There
0: is. There's a run on trampolines. So. Oh, wow. Because everybody's at home trying to keep the kids uh, entertained, I guess. But it's crazy. But, um, yeah. yeah. We, we
1: I ran across the same thing. I, I ran across uh, a couple of team members that I didn't recognize, that their laptop didn't have a, a built-in camera. Uh, for some reason, they've got a— um, That's an old laptop. An odd, yeah, an odd model of of, of our laptops, and, and it doesn't have a camera. And so uh, they were resorting to jumping on our Zoom calls and other things via their phone. Um, and that way they could have the video, but, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, you just, it, it's just so important. I mean, I can't, I can't overemphasize, especially over these long periods of time where you're not in the office, just seeing people's faces. It, it, it makes a world of difference. It really does.
0: Yeah. And it's funny how, how, uh, it it's a webcam during your, your, I do a daily meeting at eight thirty AM and uh with my leadership team 8:30 to 9 every morning we go through a uh a sequence of things that we cover every morning and uh, i have a few people working remote um it, so it's interesting their camera's not on i'm wondering it, it did you just roll out of bed is your hair sticking up did you not did, did you go like like a 1 minute from the bed to oh my gosh i got to get on this call and you look like you know death warmed over so that's another good little side benefit of webcams you can see really how people are engaged. You see how people well, are engaged, man. <laughs>
1: You're exactly right. And, and, it, and it it allows for, uh, you know, just some jokes to fly back and forth a little <laughs> bit that I think makes for good, you know, makes for, you know, good team camaraderie as well. Yeah. And, um, I think uh, I, I did send a, a note one day last week. Uh, I, I created a, a meeting and it had like six or eight people on it. And I and, uh, said, hey, if all possible, let's all get together on video. Uh, for for this meeting and, and one of the guys he he responded um, pretty quickly to the whole you know the whole invite everybody reply all kind of thing and he said oh man that means I'll have to get dressed tomorrow morning yeah exactly yeah. unfortunately right.
0: yes you got to get dressed tomorrow morning yeah you I just can't just sit there just in your mind. boxers anymore and uh, <laughs> no shirt yeah. on in your boxers yeah. and just kind of you know yeah, yeah. you could probably work yeah. pretty effectively that way you're just relaxed but uh, still you're right yes. it's yeah.
1: Well, hey, let's let's talk about number four. So we talked about expectations, making those clear, flexibility. You got to have that, maintain that engagement level. But then now, lastly, you as a leader, you've got to maintain your leadership, what we've called lead measures. Now, if you want to go back to episode number 20, episode 20 is where Stephen and I, we talked about how do you measure leadership? And we talked about defining for your leadership, what are the lead measures? What are the things that you're going to do on a consistent basis that you're gonna score yourself in doing these things that's going to lead to good and effective leadership. Well, even in this remote world, uh, you wanna maintain and keep scoring those lead measures that you determine were going to create effective leadership for yourself. Now, how you do those may in fact look completely different now, but you want to continue to do those things. Um, so, you know, uh, for instance, in, in episode 20, one of the things I talked about is expressing appreciation and how on a weekly basis, I, you know, I, I just have these marks of I want to express appreciation to a number of team members for, you know, sp- specific things that I see them doing or specific characteristics or attitudes I see them having, that kind of thing. Um, and when I'm in the office, it's very common for me to handwrite a thank you note, take it to their desk. Well, I can't do that now. Now, I've, I've done a few of those and, and put them in the mail, which is still meaningful. But sometimes I've had to resort to, you know, making a phone call or, you know, um, or I've had to resort to, well, I'm going to be with that person in a meeting, you know, in two hours. I'm going to take, you know, two minutes at the beginning of that meeting and I'm just going to express thank you, know, appreciation for them. or Right. So I'm going to I may do that differently but every week i'm still measuring myself i'm still measuring that leadership and doing those things so in this remote world just don't let your lead measures as a leader fall to the wayside you want to keep scoring those you want to keep uh, you know uh, maintaining those lead measures even though you're in this remote
0: world absolutely you cannot forget about how the business needs to operate, right? So you've got to you've got to continue in this different environment, this different way of doing business. You've got to be able to understand if you're winning or losing. And nothing really changes. So you 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 do these things, you should be doing these things like we talked about in that prior episode. You should be doing these things during normal times. It makes it so much more important to do it now because you lose that connectivity with people just naturally because of time and distance and, and also to not track these as well or even better than before to understand them, to recognize are you uh, ahead or behind? Are you doing well? Are you setting the organization up for success? It's so critical right now because, because it is um, easy to slide back when you don't have the relationship directly in front of you every day. And it's just something to consider. And then appreciation is key, is key as well. And one of the things that I do is because we can't meet in person nearly as much, I'm always asking for examples of what people are doing to, to improve or shape the organization during these times. One example I thought was pretty cool recently is, one of our employees wife, we can't find masks, you know, masks are hard to get. We have some, we have, we ordered a bunch of them that are coming in this week. And so we're kind of, uh, uh you know, hand to mouth on, on masks right now. It's just uh, tough sledding, but we had one employee, his wife started, she has an industrial sewing machine. And she's, I don't think she's a seamstress, but I think she sews. And she began to make custom, you know, homemade, cool-looking masks for people that looked phenomenal, right? So one of the things we did is send her, you know, to your point of putting things in the mail, we sent her a really, you know, what I think is a really nice thank you note, uh, put it in the mail, appreciating her. Uh, Little things like that make a big difference. It's its who in your organization uh, is doing the things to adapt and adjust and and be part of the solution, as opposed to uh, maybe sitting back and complaining about all the things that aren't aren't going as well? There's always going to be challenges. Uh, this is a new frontier for all of us out there on how we adjust and adapt and and it's it's those employees that step up and figure out a way to uh, make lemonade out of lemons that you. Really want to make sure that you're recognizing, and you got to be intentional about that. You can't just sit back and let it happen because it won't. You have to be intentional, recognize them, share those stories because that will that will um, you know create more of those things happening in your organization. Totally agree. I totally agree. And you
1: know whether it's appreciation, whether it's uh, one on one meetings, whatever it is, just don't let this situation this this remote work situation. Allow you to to you know let your guard down to to kind of slough off and and not be the effective leader that you've determined to be while you are in the office uh, because to some of the points you're making your team needs you even more now uh, because of the crisis if you will that we're in but also because of just the newness in this work environment that we find ourselves your team needs you to lead now more than they ever did. And so you can't let those leadership activities that you've determined to be important to your effectiveness, you can't let those things fall to the wayside now. You've got to continue
0: to score them and continue to do them for sure. Absolutely. So this has been really a great discussion, I think. I I hope it's been helpful uh, to our listeners as it has been for me, just to kind of rehash this and talk about this. Sometimes you... You know these things in your mind, but until you start articulating them and talking about them with others, uh, you there are little nuances that that you need to remind yourself of from time to time. So I would encourage all of you to to just be intentional about about this process, about leading remote teams, treat people with dignity, with respect, be flexible, understanding, recognize that every situation, family dynamic is a bit different. And um, uh, if you do that, chances are that you're going to be a a great leader that supports their team, supports your team in the right way. So what you want to button us up on this and uh, you want to transition over?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'll talk to some call to actions here as we wrap up. I I think we ought to jump behind the scenes, uh, but I'm going to give you the majority of the behind the scenes today because you've got big things going on Uh, for me behind the scenes in my business, I've talked a little bit about uh, I'm trying to get better known out in the internet world. And one of my strategies there is to uh, be a guest on other podcasts. So I've put together a little system where I can reach out to hosts and and uh, and pitch myself. And then, then I've got to schedule some time to record and then it's got to air and all that. Uh, so I've been uh, doing that. And that's been my focus, uh, at least for the last week, week and a half. And and I'm seeing some success there. I've got a, a few of those recordings scheduled coming up. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll get more of those as well. But that's just to get better known out in the Internet world uh, so that, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the content that I'm sharing, people will know about it. So that's what I'm doing. But I want you to share with our audience, especially what you're doing with uh, ManagerBoss.net. I, you showed me this earlier. I thought it was
0: phenomenal. So, I can't wait for you to share that with our audience. Oh, glad to do it. But before I do, you're not getting off that easy. I want to hear about your community. I want to hear about uh, uh, what are you up to now? What, 45, 50? Uh, we're, I think we're at 48, I believe. Yeah. And it is growing. Um, That's great. And uh, yeah, we're,
1: we're seeing a, lo- a lot of engagement. A lot of the uh, analytics that the community provides for me tells me that things are excellent. That's uh, great. The engagement, the growth, that kind of thing. So uh, I think a lot of folks are, uh, you know, really starting to dig in there and, and find value in the collaboration with other leaders. Yep. I'm, and I'm excited to
0: see that. That's great. And I see uh, Teresa in there a lot. And then um, one of the other folks who works uh, at the same place as she does, I know he's been yep. posting a lot and I know we, we've been uh, kind of pouring into him a little bit, so that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's great to see, the The slow, steady pace of uh, what you're doing. so I, I love it. um so as far as me, behind the scenes, you you alluded to it so i've I've been working on a a service product around manage managing your boss. and the reason I came up with this, and I, I may have spoken about this a little bit in the past, but, uh, and, and it's kind of a, you know, what's that being manager boss? Well, I had to call it something. So I called it that. And it's really about understanding that understanding and working through the dynamics you have with your boss, getting to a point where you can take uh, control back of your schedule. you be fle- we're talking about flexibility, about having more flexibility, uh, basically liberating your boss from having to worry about you all day long and let them go worry about other things that are going on. And you can go do your Do your work in the way that you believe it's best done. So, in a nutshell, that's what it is. So, what I've done is I've created an online workshop. uh, It managerboss.net.com was taken a little behind the scenes there, Um, and and I'm certainly not going to go try to buy that from anybody. But manager, I'm sure
1: he wanted a pretty
0: price. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even ask. I'm sure it was so pretty. Um, But managerboss.net will take you right into the registration page. What this is is. You'll register with a name and email. You'll be immediately taken to uh, the the information, the content, which is a 56 minute video that I unpack and talk through what what and how to manage your boss in a deeper way. And then, since we're behind the scenes, I then funnel that into a into a um, uh, exclusive offer that I I share with people. Uh, as you know, I'm I'm working to build up coaching and and other forms of of uh, engagement with people through paid relationships. And this, this provides a uh, two-hour a one-on-one workshop with me, which uh, culminates in me creating a couple tools for this, whoever these, this person might be, and um, helping them implement a step-by-step action plan, doing follow-up coaching to make sure the plan is what they thought and it's getting the value and benefit and then tweaking as need be giving them full access to me for 45 days, including my personal cell number, which I didn't even want to give that to you for a while, Michael. You, re- you remember that? I just <laughs> – I, I do.
1: I do remember that. Yes,
0: I do remember that. Oh, I, I, yeah, you'll always have my cell number. But uh, <laughs> providing people people unique one-on-one access because yeah. I think that's important, and it's I think it's unique, and it's something that not everyone does. And then another thing I'm doing is I'm giving folks uh, – Uh, free access, lifetime access to the future online course, which I'm continuing to work through right now. But I hope I'm not going to be able to do this forever, you know, because it's a lot of time commitment, uh, two hours and one hour and customized packages. And but early on, I want to be able to do this because not only am I going to be able to give them full attention and value and what I think will be a transformational opportunity for them. But I think I'm going to get the feedback and information as well that I can help build into my online course. And because of that, I'm going to give that for free to these folks that go through this this initial initial package with me. And then I will make that a separate product down the road. So the pipeline set up, everything set up, ManagerBoss.net. if you're interested in just uh, taking a look at the video. And I follow, since we're behind the scenes, I follow the Russell Brunson a click funnel model of uh, you know creating that and building the stack and showing the value and then providing what I believe is a is a crazy good offer at the back end with a lot of cool stuff.
1: No, I, I think it's a crazy good offer too, as well. I mean, both uh, you know this free course that you're giving, but then also um, the offer that you're making on the back end of that is phenomenal as well. I know you were on. Uh, my podcast, Rookie Leaders, a, a while back, and we talked. We were talking about leading up. You, you know, you 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 taught the audience great uh, content there about leading up, about managing your boss, about you know. I think we even used the language training your boss how you want to be led, even. Uh, and so, I know that was phenomenal content you shared on on that podcast, and I know you're incorporating that here and 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 so much more. Uh, but then also i'd say i'd say to the audience you know uh, as it relates to getting into this free content i mean you can't beat that and, and again it is great content but then i know that there's always this question in 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 the in the minds of folks as it re- relates to getting to a paid product and it and it comes down to this well well who is steven and can steven you know can the content that steven is producing can can he help me uh, and and you just, you know, you just touched on something there I think is critically important, Stephen, and that is because we're so young in our businesses, we are serving people like crazy on a one-on-one personal level. And here's the thing I know. You'll never get that from someone that's 10 and 15 years into their business. Yes, you may recognize their name, but I promise you won't get their cell phone number. Yeah. I promise you won't get their Voxer ID so that you can send them, you know, notifications right away. I promise you won't get with them these two-hour one-on-one meetings, right? And so if you want to be served, right, if, if you've got this, this need to advance your career through a better working relationship with your boss, right now is the time to do it. Because you won't get Steven on an access level like this in years to come. You won't get it for this kind of price, and you won't get that kind of access level in, in the years to come. So uh, if you're wondering, hey, is this right for me? Well, I, I can just tell you that this, this is the right time for sure to go after this because you've got what what Stephen is offering here is incredible service to you that
0: he's offering to you. So that's ManagerBoss.net. Manage your yeah. boss. Got to have that roll off the tongue a little bit, and and you know what, yeah. Michael, I think, and I'm uh, if you're available, I'd love to hire you as my online marketeer or whatever you call them. I, <laughs> I just
1: might do that. I just might do that. I'll send you
0: an invoice. I, I created the program. I'm ready to sign up now. Just listening to that, man, my, my friend. So. You know, you know it it's it invoice for all that marketing? You know, it's leading up, manager, boss. I don't know. This whole online marketing thing, it's a bit of trial and error for me. Clearly, I'm trying to find something that sticks. Trying to find that the words that that resonate and and create a little bit of uh, a little bit of you know a little bit in a little bit of in your face kind of oh, manager, boss. You know what, what's that leading yeah. up? That's uh, not as clear. You know what's that mean? And then then the product I created on the back end is called. Uh, the Manage Your Boss Career Accelerator Blueprint. Now that's using all the catchwords in an offer, right? Yeah, man, you got them all in there. Oh man. my gosh.
1: But I think that, but I think that's real. You know, that yeah. career, acceler- career accelerator part of yeah. the title I right. think is huge. That's critical. Yeah. Um, because yes, you know, a better re- working relationship with your boss is going to accelerate your career. Yeah. And that's what your course is going to give folks. And the access that they have to you to accelerate their career through a better working relationship with their boss, to me, it's a no-brainer. So, yep. And then uh, for you, Michael
0: listening, you got to go to manage Yep. And you got to go to Michael's community, community.credibleleaders.com community.credibleleaders.com. I sound like a radio disc jockey there, that Michael. I
1: know. I mean, yeah. maybe we'll get on the radio one
0: day. Yeah. Uh, so you check out his communities at 48 folks and it continues to, to grow. And again, you know, it, it's kind of like the manager boss thing. Uh, Michael is in there. I know I'm in there and a few of other other of our uh, uh, mastermind members are in there pouring into folks and and, you know, giving feedback and impressions. But at some point when you have five instead of 48, you have forty eight hundred people in your group. You're not going to be able to go in there and be as personal as you are now. You're going to rely on right. the community yeah. to police a lot of itself. And the the best part about being an early adopter in this Credible Leaders Community at community.credibleleaders.com is is you're going to get a lot of personal one-on-one attention from the creator himself, Michael. So uh, take advantage of that because that's not always going to be the case. We're not always going to be able to scale ourselves that way. It's just not possible over the long haul. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. All right. You want to close this up, my friend? Yeah, let's do that. So uh,
1: from a leadership standpoint, I mean, your call to action is even though you're potentially in this remote world, you've got to lead your team well. You've got to be clear on your expectations, be flexible with your team members. You've got to maintain your engagement level with your team members. And you've got to maintain your lead measures as it relates to being an effective leader. Be sure you're doing those things. Your team needs you now more than ever to be an effective leader. So be sure you're doing those things. For all things that are Stephen and his leadership uh, uh, coaching and training, you can head over to AerospaceLeader.com, AerospaceLeader.com. But also, I want to, again, to encourage you to head over to ManageYourBoss.net, ManageYourBoss.net, where you can find this new uh, free course that Stephen has put together to enable you to accelerate your career through a better working relationship with your boss. So you got to head over there, managerboss.net. And then again, for me, everything that you can find that is me and leadership, you'll find it at credibleleaders.com. Next week, episode number 30, we're going to talk about building team trust. Building team trust. Very, very important topic next week, building team trust. So be sure you tune in to next week's episode. Until we speak to you then, from Stephen and I both, be blessed and lead well.